Welcome to Soft Landing, the podcast that makes interior design accessible to everyone. Hey guys, I'm Amy. I'm an interior designer, artist, and space planner. I'm here to talk about everything you need to know about interior design, from furniture to finances. I'm sharing over a decade of experience to help you find real design solutions and craft the space of your dreams. Greetings, humans, and welcome back to Soft Landing. As many of you know, my goal for this podcast is to demystify and disseminate the many tenets of interior design for you, my lovely listeners, and anyone who wants it. That's why I've taken on this particular series of breaking down and reviewing common, low-cost furniture sources so that anyone can go into these arenas armed with knowledge. And so, I have only one question for you today, and that is, parlez-vous Tarjay? If you don't speak fluent French, allow me to translate. We are talking all things Target today, Middle America's favorite everything store, it's actually the seventh largest retailer in the country, was founded in 1902 as Goodfellows Dry Goods in downtown Minneapolis, Minnesota. The company has had many iterations of names and locations until in 1962 it finally became the Target we know today. Target has a corner on the cheap-slash-chic market. Target offers a one-stop shop for all things home, including bedding, clothing, kitchenware, furniture, cosmetics, even groceries in some locations. What I love most about Target is their successful way of teaming up with high-end designers to create exclusive lines for the store with the essence of the designer and an accessible price tag. You know I love accessible price tags. This goes for clothing and home goods from Philip Lim to Michael Graves. I remember waking up at 6 a.m. on the launch day of the Target and Missoni collaboration and frantically adding things to my online shopping cart before they sold out, which I'm pretty sure happened within the hour. And I still have the bold floral bath mat that I bought from that collection today, and I still love it, and it's still holding up. It's kind of amazing. Their TV commercials create an alluring pop art world of joy and exuberance. But is it all Sonia Kushak and roses? I want to make one thing clear. I love Target. In fact, I just bought a food processor there, and I'm going to be your Target guide. So the next time you walk through that red threshold, you know what to make a beeline for and what to ignore. I'm going to start with the items that I think are okay to pass on, or I should say the things that I don't think Target does so well. I will say when I walk into a Target and see all of their visual merchandising, the way the store is laid out, I think it's done extremely well. Everything always feels very stylish. It's almost a little bit intoxicating for me to walk into a Target. It's like I don't know. If I imagine having like a cool aunt or uncle that 
lived in the city and had an amazing apartment. That's what I feel like going to Target is. It's like going to someone else's house. It's just a little bit cooler than you are. And once I've walked through their home goods merchandising, I'm usually so pumped up on endorphins that I want to put anything in my cart. But I'm going to urge you to use a little restraint. So let's start with the first category that I think you can pass on at Target. That is their artwork. Now, I'm talking specifically about their wall art. So their prints, their painting, anything that comes in a frame. I guess they don't really sell true paintings. No, actually they do. Now that I think about it, they've got some canvas pieces that are reproduced. But I'm telling you, leave those behind. They're not worth it. If you look on Target's website and click on the art category, there are 30,000 search results that show up. That's crazy. It's overwhelming. I don't think anyone thinks of Target as having an inventory like that because the stores are so pristine and organized, but it's intense. And I get it. I get I get the temptation to buy their artwork. That's why I'm talking about it. I feel like um, I, I often see pieces and I'm like, that's so cute. And a lot of it is really cute. But I also think that there's something that just reads very kind of stock imagey about their pieces, or at least some of their pieces. Like you found a picture online and printed it out kind of thing. I just think there are better resources for artwork in your home. You could go to a thrift store and find something that was antique and unusual. Same thing with flea markets. And I'm sure I don't need to remind you, but Etsy is an amazing resource for independent artists that are making amazing and creative things. You can also reach out to a local artist, maybe a friend of a friend that's doing work. Or you can make it yourself. It can be pretty easy to look up a YouTube tutorial to paint a canvas simply, and then it'll be something that you're kind of proud of. I will say the frames at Target are actually pretty great. So if you have some existing art, you can totally get a frame at Target. But unless you're staging a home for resale or doing some kind of set design for your local community theater, you have no business buying art at Target. The next thing I want to talk about is Target's humongous selection of poofs. Why would anyone need so many poofs? I feel like my local Target has, I don't know, I, I felt like they just had a giant wall of poofs. I like to refer to them as miniature ottomans because that's really what they are. But even though I think that these are very cute pieces and can add a little accent to a room, the amount of poofs that Target has, it's almost like they're telling you that you need to have one of these. So it's like the ratio of poof quantity at Target to the number that you would actually need makes no sense to me. Like, maximum, you should have one poof in your home. They're not that useful of a piece of furniture. You're kind of supposed to sit on them. You can kind of sort of use them as an end table, but they're not very comfortable to sit on and they're not very stable to put things on. So, if you're going to have a poof, you better just love it for the way it looks. It's not going to be very functional. And the fact that Target has so many of them, they have indoor ones, outdoor ones, upholstered ones, wood ones. It's crazy. And 
I think it can be a little bit exciting to see them because they're well-designed and interesting looking, but the last thing you need in your home is four different kinds of poofs. So you can go in, admire them, but walk away. I also am not really feeling Target's lighting section and I guess I don't have any major criticisms of their lamps, but I just feel like particularly their floor lamps feel a little stale style-wise. Um, I think their table lamps are kind of okay, but I think that there are better sources for lighting in the affordable furniture world, which include Ikea, of course. Um, I think Cost Plus World Market actually has great lighting. Even West Elm, if you want to splurge a little bit more, has really good selection. But again, if you end up buying a lamp at Target, the design police will not come from. I just think there are better sources out there. And of course, no surprise here, I think you can pass over their laminate furniture, which includes things like desks, dining room tables, some of their storage pieces like entertainment credenzas or TV stands. And not all of these items at Target are laminate, so you have to look when you're um, perusing if it's laminate or if it's solid wood, because they do have some solid wood pieces that I think are fine. And I just want to touch on what I dislike about Target's laminate furniture and laminate furniture in general, because I talked about this in the IKEA episode too. I just want to clarify what laminate is. So laminate is basically a compressed sheet good that has layers of paper that are pressed very tightly and then are finished off with essentially a printed pattern. So it might be something that looks like wood or frankly it could be polka dots. It can really be whatever you want but it's used as a smooth surface to finish off something like particle board. And laminate is the true term that a lot of people should be using when they say the word formica. Uh, formica is a specific brand of laminate, and there are many brands of laminate actually, but you know, some people say tissue and some people say Kleenex. It's a Schenectady, right? I think there are plenty of applications where a laminate tabletop or a work surface of any kind is 100% okay. Hey, I mean, most kitchen countertops, at least in rental apartments, are made out of laminate. But there's usually some kind of metal leg or solid wood base to support it. When furniture is made 100% of particle board with laminate, it's very hard for it to be structurally durable. And not all laminate is created equal, mostly when it comes to the detail around the edges of the piece of furniture, that's where the quality either is or is not. How the laminate is joined together at a 90 degree angle is important. And this is super granular and honestly it can be really hard to determine without seeing how a piece of furniture is constructed if the quality is there. 
there are certainly plenty of high quality pieces of laminate furniture from design icons like Herman Miller, Noel, Ray and Charles Eames, but sadly, Target is not one of those in my mind. I mentioned before that the store, the physical Target store, is very well organized, curated, merchandised. It feels feels good going into a Target, right? However, their website is a slightly different story. On the surface, on the homepage, it seems totally fine, but once you start actually searching for a piece of furniture, like if you go to the search bar and type sofa, the amount of results that show up are overwhelming. And I mentioned this a little bit with the art, but it's true with all of their pieces of furniture. I didn't really dive into clothing, so I'm not sure what that inventory is like, but any furniture item that I've ever looked for, it's like 15 pages of results and the styles are all over the place. I get that they're trying to provide a wide range to reach a broad market, but there's almost something schizophrenic about the point of view. Unlike Ikea, where you could fill your cart up with your eyes closed and basically things would still kind of go together, Target makes you dig and sort. And while they do have many distinct collections, not every item you may need is in every design collection. So there's a little bit of work involved there. Nothing impossible, but it's a little strange. I mean, if you go through like to result page nine of 15 from their sofas, it's some pretty wacky stuff. But result page one usually has all their cute mid-century type of pieces. So it's interesting. I do love most of Target's designer collaborations, but I haven't been excited about one in a while. In terms of furniture and home goods, I'd say Magnolia Home is probably the biggest design collection there right now. But I do think that particular collection is a bit on the generic side. What is important to consider is that so much of these celebrity and design collections are for marketing purposes. These are not very unique pieces. They are not a better quality than the other lines at Target. And hey, if you're a big fan of the farmhouse aesthetic, great. That line is probably going to work well for you. But just keep your eyes peeled and try not to get too excited about the label. I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. The Magnolia Home Collection has its own curated paint colors. And let me assure you, these are regular paint colors that you could get from Home Depot or True Value or any other local hardware store. Uh, But it's actually a smaller selection of paint colors that look nice together. So they kind of curated it for you. And that might be really helpful for you. If choosing from 500 shades of white doesn't sound like a delicious buffet of choice and flexibility, by all means, let that be a narrowing down process for you. But there is a markup with these products. For example, an 8-ounce sample 
of the Magnolia Home blackboard paint is $8. Now, a 32-ounce can of Krylon black chalkboard paint is $11. If you're not a fan of math, I'll do the work for you. That means that the Magnolia Home chalkboard paint is $1 per ounce, and the Krylon chalkboard paint is $0.34 cents per ounce. Krylon is a very high-quality brand that can be found at most hardware stores, so there's no value difference. I do think that there are distinctly designed pieces within each of these design collections that are unique and interesting, but you do have to keep your eyes open because there's a little bit of a mix of items like this paint that are really not anything special, and they just have that special markup. Distinctly different from this concept and potentially slightly confusing is Target's penchant recently to partner with and uplift indie brands, which I love. This is currently primarily happening in the beauty category with really great new brands like Lip Bar, Pacifica, and Colored Rain, just to name a few. I hope that they'll move this model into furniture one day, but presently everything in their home line is pretty factory made with a little corporate flair. Okay, let's move on to the things that I think are awesome at Target, and there are many things that I think Target does well. I'd say that they are actually my go-to source if I'm looking for low-priced and stylish dining chairs. They have a lot of really modern-looking styles, and they're especially heavy on mid-century vibes, which I feel like all of my clients want these days. And many of these are even made with solid wood or metal. They actually have an uncanny knockoff of a Tolex chair that I love. I'm not sure how they're getting away with that, but they are licensing geniuses, so I'm assuming they've got themselves covered. I'm also a fan of the Copley dining chair, which at the time of this recording is selling at 110 US dollars for a pair of two. The prices are so good. Even their upholstered dining chairs are pretty decent quality considering they are some of the least expensive on the market. That leads me to their living room accent chairs and benches. So this means an actual chair with a back and legs as opposed to a poof. That's the distinction, right? I think if you're looking to add a fun pop or some extra seating, getting a slipper chair or a wingback from Target is a great idea. The upholstery quality is on the firm side, so I have to say I tend to stay away from going all out and buying one of their sofas, even though plenty of them are actually pretty cute, but I need a very cozy sofa to binge watch the Great British Baking Show. And generally speaking, for a side chair, 
they really tend to be for overflow seating if you're having guests or I feel like I'm always sitting on my wingback chair to put my shoes on or something like that. So it's not something that will be sat in for hours on end. So the firmer upholstery doesn't really bother me. But you should just know this isn't like a Barca lounger type of situation where you're going to fall asleep on it. And of course, any good accent chair will get lonely without an accent table by its side. And I think this is actually one of Target's absolute best offerings, as they have about as many accent tables as they do poofs, except accent tables can actually provide a function in your home. Everyone needs a place to set their cup of coffee or their bottle of water, and that's exactly what accent tables are for. That and to look very cute in your home. I have to say, I think my favorite, very, very favorite thing to get at Target are all of the different types of decorative storage that they have. So that's things like trays, ceramic or glass jars, baskets, vases, little sculptures, seasonal and holiday decor also fall under this category. It's all very nice quality, and what's in the store is always very stylish and on trend. I have this awesome tiered glass stacking jar that I keep little trinkets in, and it's one of my favorite things in my house. They have so many different things that are great for displaying collectibles or just little things that you want to put on a pedestal. And their office organizers are great too. So things like accordion folders, drawer organizers, pencil holders, tape dispensers, it's all very cute and practical. And I feel like anytime I've gotten something from Target, it lasts quite some time. Okay, so lastly, the other category that I love at Target is their linens. So anything that's a fabric-based product, their sheets, their towels, their curtains, I think that they are usually very high quality. They have a huge selection of colors, patterns, textures, and they are super affordable. I think their throw pillows and throw blankets are kind of okay too. There's a little bit more of a range there. Um, but I've tried going to other stores for linens like Bed Bath & Beyond or even some department stores, and the ratio of quality to price just doesn't stand up to what Target has. Okay, well, I think that's everything. If you have other thoughts on Target you want to share with me, items you think I should talk about, or if you want to fiercely defend their poof inventory, send me a message on Instagram at softlandingpodcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And of course, if you are enjoying this podcast, please give it a five-star rating and even write me a little nice message in your review. It really helps other people find this podcast. Until next time, bye.